0: we
1: Uh, Our servicemen and women in the military, thank you for your service. And I actually have a chance to say that face-to-face to to, uh, one of uh, America's great veterans. This is Matt Hall. Matt, thank you for your service. Hey. Thanks, Adam. I
2: appreciate it. And uh, the check will be in the mail for that. Uh, for I it.
1: <laughs> so you're um, uh, in simplest terms, in my terms, because I'm, I'm such a novice when it comes to almost everything on planet Earth. That's why I'm on the radio. Uh, you're a veteran and um, we're here to talk about some of the veteran uh, programs that you're with. So I guess before we get into your programs and what you do, uh, tell us about your service. Sure. So I'm one of those guys who
2: was uh, sitting down watch, eating his Cheerios one morning before uh, school in my senior year, and I saw the commercial do more before 9 a.m. before than everybody does all day. And I said, well, let me check that. So I, I went down to the recruiter and uh, had my parents sign in January and was off to basic training right after my senior year of high school. I still can't believe I did that, but uh, that's kind of how it happened initially. Uh, I, did, uh, I bounced back and forth from active duty, uh, Army Reserves, and National Guard. Uh, in total, I have 20, well, let's just say 20-some-odd years. I don't want to say how old I am, uh, but I've done everything <laughs> from uh, I, I've, I've been to Afghanistan twice. Uh, I've been electronics, done, done electrician on an Apache helicopter, been infantry. I've been a drill sergeant. Um, I, I'm, I'm an officer now, uh, airborne. I, I do a lot of, lot of cool stuff that the Army has paid me to do and continues to pay me to do. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for paying your taxes.
1: Excellent. <laughs> Twenty years in, uh, Army, uh, an officer, and I have to mention for our listeners that can't see you, you're in street clothes. Uh, just curious, when does the formal uh, uh, attire come out? I know the Marines call it the dress blues. What, what is your formal or, or your uniform called? When do you wear that?
2: So we have an Army service uniform that uh, is, we, we wear the tie and all the medals and ribbons and stuff like that. That comes out once a year around Christmas. Uh, but I get in camo, camo uh, one weekend a month and two weeks a year right now. Uh, so, it, it's it's an interesting gig. Uh, it's fun. I can't believe they still pay me to do this kind of stuff every <laughs> every month. Uh, but I really love it. I, I I never thought I would love it. I always thought I would just do it to get the GI Bill and get through college, which it did. It, it, you know, the army paid for my college, which again, thank you. Uh, but I still enjoy it, and I, I feel this is my way to be able to give back and teach some of the younger generation. Uh, some of the morals and some of the upbringing and some of the structure that the military has to bring.
1: Well, I mean, as far as a recruiting tool, the story of you seeing the commercial. I remember that commercial. We do more before 9 a.m. that most people do all day. Uh, that got you off the couch. You signed up, and now 20 years plus, you've got an amazing life, an amazing career, thanks to the Army and the military. That's a great story for a, a 17-year-old today to hear. Uh, and when you tell that story, does it – I mean, what? what are – some of the reactions does it help does it work do they sign up hey funny you ask i was just speaking
2: to somebody this morning uh, on the phone she had a question what does the military take what is it about what, what do i need to look for uh, so i kind of talked to her about the process talked to her about recruiters and how they're going to talk to you and, and things that they're going to want to do and, and how to basically look pull what you can out of the military if you can get your little piece out of the military the military will take care of that little piece it just asks for a lot in return so you have to give a lot to the military to get that little piece that you want but in return uh, you're going to end up with a great, with a great life and a great ability to live life.
1: Matt Hall is our guest with the U.S. Army and as an officer. I mean, what should I address you as, Matt? Matt? Just yeah. Matt? Not uh, general? You're not a, a <laughs> colonel, um, sir? Uh, are you going to make me do some push-ups or <laughs> what's going on here?
2: No push-ups here, but like you said, I am in street clothes. Uh, so my rank is I'm a, I'm a major now, which I really don't like to admit a lot of times because there, there's a saying in the military, once you make major rank, that they they perform the lobotomy on you. Uh, but it, it is – it's – it's uh, <laughs> Wait, that's a saying? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it is a saying. So uh, you, once you make major, you give half your brain away. Okay. Uh, but it, it's – um. It's a means to an end. I'm at that point now in my career where I can start to affect other people's lives uh, through training and, and through benefits and, and trying to help their families. Uh, it's really it's really a cool place to be once I, I, after I've done all the other stuff, get shot at, jump out of airplanes, go, do blow things up, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I've done that and now it's my turn to help those people that are getting ready to go into those situations succeed at those situations.
1: Well, Matt, I'll call you Matt. Uh, I'm sure if we were uh, if we were in the barracks and I had camos on, I'd have to call you Major Hall. Sir. Sir. Okay, I was right with sir. <laughs> okay, so Matt Hall is our guest, and uh, obviously, as you can tell by now, he's uh, with the military. Uh, and we're going to talk about some veteran, um, I guess, veteran affairs or uh, some foundation work that you do to bring awareness to veteran affairs. Um, the name of the group that you're, I guess, with or promoting or... Um, is azimuth. If, and I know I butchered the name the first time I said it off mic. Uh, it's an odd word, I have to admit. I can't wait to find out what this word is, what it means, um, and where it came from. So tell us what azimuth is and what your role is with azimuth, and what, what's the purpose of azimuth. So the word azimuth, um, it's, a, it's one of those words
2: that if you're in the military or if you've ever been in the military, if you've been through a basic training, you've heard this word and it, re- it should ring a bell. Uh, if you haven't been through basic training, you get the same re- the reply that you did where, I don't know what the heck this word means. Can you tell me what this word means? And then I explain it to him, and then it kind of like, oh, I
1: get it. Okay, and by uh, – not to interrupt you, but by spelling, when I looked at the word, I think I pronounced it azimuth. A- is that what I said, azimuth? It's A-Z-I-M-U-T-H. So you would think it was pronounced azimuth, and it's azimuth. Okay, go ahead. So azimuth – when you're taught to read
2: a map and compass and and do direction, uh, you take your map and you, you figure out where you are, and then you you pull out your compass and you shoot you you put it in the direction that you need to go. Say it's like 270 degrees. That's where I need to go. Well, as I look at my compass and I point it in that direction, that direction is called azimuth. Azimuth. No So kidding. that's that. So azimuth means direction, which kind of coinciding coincides to what our organization does.
1: That is fantastic, and I'm sure is that a boating term too? I mean, a lot of uh, when nautical. you set you set your azimuth to get back to port. It's a big, I would nauti- it's a big
2: nautical term. Actually, okay. uh, the origins are actually uh, Arabic, which is I didn't realize until I looked it up in the dictionary. Okay,
1: okay so azimuth uh, it means direction, and uh, from a military veteran perspective, I, you're you're helping vets with the direction of their life? Is that what I'm guessing? Direction of everything. Right. So it's so Azimuth is a
2: resource list. It is an aggregate of different resources that are out there for veterans. Everything that the community provides, everything that the city provides, the state and nationally provides. If you have an organization that, that is dedicated towards helping veterans or helps veterans in some way, shape or form, we want to list your organization on our website. And then we want to go out and find the veterans and say, hey, there is a an organization, a resource list dedicated to you at azimuthlist.org. And you can go out, get on there and look at, for free, look at all the different resources that people want to to try to find you and tell you about. We have a lot of great resources in this country. We have 40,000 nonprofits dedicated towards veterans in one, some way, shape, or form that just don't have the budget to go out and find veterans. And they don't have the budget uh, to to really – market themselves effectively so this is our way as a nonprofit we fundraise for every dollar that you that you send in goes to help finding veterans uh to to bring them to this list and tell this list about two veterans but we are a, a it's a it's a way for those organizations to direct market towards veterans there's so many organizations that can help i'll just pick a number 25 veterans a week through let's call it job training uh, and and they, they have these classes for 25. However, they're always sitting at 16, 17, 13 veterans per week. Some weeks they're having to cut classes off because they don't have enough veterans. Meanwhile, there's plenty of veterans that need that help. They, they didn't realize that, hey, I need help with my resume. Where can I go get help with my resume? Hey, I need some interview training. Where can I go get help with some interview training? They don't know that that organization exists. So that's what Asmuth does. It provides direction to veterans to find those organizations. It's a
1: bridge. It's a connection. And we just we just want to bring the two together. Well, it sounds fantastic. Uh, and you are, you know, still a full-time major in the army. Is Asmuth, um a division, or part, or an extension of the army, or is this a completely separate foundation or 501 c You referred to it as that that you are just allowed on your own time to be able to go work with.
2: So this is a totally separate 501c3, a, a charitable organization. Uh, this actually came about from from a military concept. Uh, as I was helping soldiers that were coming back from overseas that were either hurt or, or had issues or, or legal issues uh, that needed assistance, um, after they left my they got fixed and they, they left my care, uh, they would call me back and say, "Hey, I need help. Uh, I can't find a job now." Or uh, the, you know, big one is uh, a lot of guys own lawn mowing or companies, and so if they go to deploy for a year, all those people that that. They mow their lawns, go to other places, and they come back, and now they don't have a business. So where do I find business? How do I find this organization? How do I file for a business? So I was doing a lot of research online. I was finding places to. Uh, people would call me, "Hey, I need a substance abuse facility. I need to go go kick the stuff." Uh, so we would find one that would take them for free. We would find it would happen to be in Malibu or Phoenix or somewhere else, and we would find a great veteran organization that flies veterans back and to and from those kind of things. We would connect the two of them, and and it, all of a sudden, this group, this one veteran who was seeing is at the end of his rope, now has a new lease on life because he was able to connect to two or three organizations to help him out. And after I started to think, how how are people finding this information if I'm not around, or how can I affect more people with this? So that's where this list came from. Was just let's let's list all these things, let's put them online, let's get this out for as many people as we can, free to use, uh, and then also let's pro, let's provide the ability to have reviews of each listing. So if you come on and be a user, you can provide a review to a great organization that you use. You can come back and say, hey, my name is Dusty123, and, and I used this, I called Jim, and it was fantastic. Or you can say, hey, I'm Dusty123, and I called Jim, and he never answered the phone. Mm-hmm. So it provides gaps and weaknesses to those organizations so they can fix it. And it also lets other veterans know some of these organizations are great, and we, we, we need to find more veterans for them.
1: And the main website is azimuthlist.org? Correct. And there's really two users here, the, the veterans, and then you want um, organizations that want to contribute their services to the veterans. So for our listeners, if you're a vet, check it out. Get some help. Uh, Azimuth. I said, I said it wrong again. AzimuthList.org. <laughs> Asimuth, yeah. And I'll spell it again. And I know the, the military people will know what this word is and how to spell it. Uh, But for our organizations that want to contribute their services and talent and time, you'll need to know how to spell this. If you've never been uh, on a ship or in the Army, it's Azimuth. If you can just sound that out, Azimuth, A-Z-I-M-U-T-H azimuthlist.org yeah. and you Matt Hall is our guest. Matt you mentioned um, the job training example, maybe the substance abuse example. Uh, I love these examples and I want to ask you about a, a specific success story uh, and you don't have to give a real name like you did with Dustin 123 or um, wh- whoever this person is, male or female, um, a real-life success story from the Azimuth uh, organization.
2: Yeah, yeah the, uh, well I kind of referenced one earlier. The gentleman—it was one of my soldiers when my last deployment—and called me and said, "Hey, uh, I just want to—he—he he said I, I've got a bottle of vodka and a forty-five, and I'm, I appreciate all the help that you gave me, and uh, I—you I, know—I'm out." And that's uh, the
1: phone call you got. Yeah. 1st I've off, got a bottle of vodka and a gun. Yeah. And I'm out.
2: And, and I'm, I just want to thank you. I'm going to hang up the phone and, and this will be the last you hear of me. First off, for everybody who's who's listening, please find the 1-800 number and put it in your phone, because if you don't know what it is and you're trying to figure it out while you've got this person on the phone, you're going to be fumbling around and we'll, as I was. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know who to call. I didn't know there was a 1-800 number. Uh, for the VA crisis hotline. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I basically talked talk to him for about a half hour an hour I said, hey, let me let me hang on. Let me let me call somebody Let me figure something out and I called I, I got online and I found the number I called him I said hey talk to this person. I'm gonna find you some some substance abuse facilities and and we found him a PTSD retreat out in, um, out in Malibu and uh, he, he got out there It was actually an equine therapy retreat first and then we got him out there for the for the whole uh, for the whole thing for with a uh, organization called save a warrior uh, and he went out there for a week, went with a bunch of great veterans. It was a run for, run by veterans. Uh, and then he, he came back, he learned some coping mechanisms and some techniques, some uh, transcendental meditation, uh, some breathing techniques, um, and just some brotherhood kind of th- kind of thing. Uh, and then the organization that flew him out there flew him back. And it's a great organization called Wings for Warriors out of Phoenix, who literally I called the guy, Doc Amin, the, the – uh, The owner of the or the founder of the organization, he got on the phone with my with my guy, and uh, within that same day, that he had flights for uh, that weekend to go out for a week long trip out there. I mean, that's how quick it can happen if you get on these things and you start calling some of these organizations because these organizations, they're fundraising and they're doing a lot of great stuff for the vets. So get out there and use them.
1: That is a, I, I got chills. You telling me that story, I just can't imagine, you know, people. My friends, my network of people, we think we have a tough day or we think we have problems or issues. I, I can't imagine getting that phone call from somebody that I've uh, that I've counted on and worked with and gone uh, to battle with saying, hey, this is the last time you're going to hear from me. I've got a bottle and a gun. That, that is un- just chills from that story and that it ends with a happy ending. He got help he needed through this organization you're with. It's fantastic. It's phenomenal. Matt Hall, I'm so glad uh, I was able to meet you and talk with you about this organization, azimuthlist.org. And I hear you have uh, an event coming up that's going to raise some money and awareness. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah. So uh, for the last few years, we've been trying to get an event together. We've been been trying to do a music fest, and it just hasn't come together. This year, we've kind of twitched around into a beer fest. Uh, We figure people come out for beer more than they do music. I don't know why, but people like beer. People like beer. People like beer. It's okay. Uh, So we have 12 to 15 different breweries coming out to the Legion Mall downtown Indy. Uh, Breweries like Sun King. We have uh, a winery, Hubers Winery. We have two different ciders, Blake Cider out of Michigan, uh, Ash and Elm, which is local. Uh, and then we also have Hotel Tango, which is a local craft distiller that's going to be doing a batch cocktail for for everybody. Who, in case we find one or two people that don't like beer, you can have a cocktail. <laughs> Hotel Tango is <laughs> going to hook you up. But we've done this kind of funny uh, with the deal. So we have we have music, we have uh, breweries, but we also have a veteran resource fair associated with it, and we've we've situated it with an IKEA or Fry's electronics kind of concept where you have to go through the veteran resource fair to get into the beer. Okay. So all these veteran resources that we have here in Indianapolis, we're looking for over 50 of them. We got over 30 locked, locked in right now. Um, but all these veteran resources are going to have all these people to come through their organization and on your way into and out of the brewfest you're going to be able to, to talk to people because everybody has an uncle, an aunt, a buddy, a brother, a father, somebody who served. They all, everybody knows somebody who has served. And at some point, you've always wondered. I wonder if this guy realizes or this girl realizes that, hey, there's some of these organizations that help with the VA claim system. Hey, I, who do they who do they talk to to find that out? Well, on the way out of your uh, your brew fest, you're going to find a couple of VFWs and VSOs, Veteran Service Organizations, that will be able to help help you with your VA claim. We'll have representation from some political view, some some uh, political offices that aren't there to fundraise or aren't there to To um, to run. Their their campaign group is not there. But each one of these political organizations have like like Donnelly and Young, and uh, they have these great organizations. They have these great people inside their organizations that help veterans file claims and get the money that they deserve from the VA. The, The VA money, that's not local money. You're not taking it away from anybody. That's federal money that's allocated from you. Get that money. Bring it back to give it to your church, give it to a nonprofit, give it to the kid on the street, give it, you know, bring it and put it back into the community here, because it will only help you. It'll help your community get greener. It'll help your community get livelier and stronger. So that's what we are trying to do with with this. Bring in these organizations from Azimuth List and from
1: uh, just the local community to show all these people that, that, hey, there's organizations out there to help them. And it's Red, White, and Brew Fest 2017. It's Saturday, October 14th down at the American Legion Mall. More information at redwhitebrew.org. That's a great URL. How did you get that? <laughs> redwhitebrew.org is the uh, website where you can learn about uh, all the sponsors, all the all the craft breweries that are going to be involved, and uh, I'm sure more information about azimuth is on there as well. Matt Hall is our guest. Uh, it's just been a fantastic conversation, learning about your background in the military. Can't thank you enough for your service. Um, your strongest Memories, I know uh, after twenty years, you've got to have thousands, and I hate to put you on the spot, but give me I do a lot of we do a lot with athletics and I talk a lot to coaches. Uh, and players, and there's so many similarities between uh, athletics and the military. Uh, I always ask a coach or a player, like, uh, a single game memory, what's your favorite uh, memory from a game? And I hate to pinpoint 20-year career down to what's your favorite memory in the military. Um, But give our listeners and me uh, a flavor of of what it was like on the best day for for Matt Hall in the military. Uh, Okay.
2: Man, I hate to go to the combat because because the, co- the combat I was in for one year of my 20-some-odd years in in, in service. But it was a life-changing event. Uh, so it, there's actually a, a YouTube on it. Uh, my War Diary uh, Apache Rescue is, is the thing. It's on the, the military channel. Uh, and we we were doing a convoy in a valley, and we were actually bringing a bunch of su- school supplies to the local valley school. And uh, we ran into an ambush and uh no kidding. yeah just before we got there and uh getting getting shot at and seeing yourself act in the in that instance and having your the the training kick in and your brain kind of shut off and and having everything work out and nobody getting hurt well uh, a couple a couple people got hurt but everybody was okay 2 days later um, and going, we had to go back through seven different ambushes because once one happened, uh, all the bad guys came to the road because they knew we'd have to go back. So uh, they all came back and, and laid in a bunch of ambushes for us to get through, and, and we got through it. And uh, having everybody in the base at the end of the day, you know, head, shoulders, knees, and toes, everybody was there, and okay, um, that was a
1: life-changing event. Chills. Again, chills down the spine. That is an amazing story. And we can watch that play out. Uh, through documentary form on YouTube, what is that again? Yeah, was uh, that was that video from the event?
2: No. So what happened was uh, we called in uh, Apache support, uh, Apache gunship, and the Apache pilot can put a camera to his landing gear and recorded all the audio. So you see it from the Apache helicopter. He'll, he, he's shooting his gun and he's shooting rockets. And you hear me on the radio saying, uh, left, right, in the field, uh, great shot. You know, shoot him over here. This is where we are. So you can hear me on the ground talking to him flying and shooting his gun. And it's, it's a pretty cool little video.
1: And you're just trying to deliver uh, spiral-bound notebooks and pencils. Chalk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
2: a, lot of, a lot of chalk and notebooks um, and things like rulers and things like that. Yeah. All right,
1: again, how do we look that up on YouTube? It's, uh, it's My War Diary. Apache uh, Rescue. Amazing. Amazing. Well, it's an honor to meet you. Thank you for your service. We'll have you back on the show if you want. Yeah, please. Uh, if you had fun, we'll have, you'll be a recurring uh, re- contributing reporter from uh, Veteran Affairs in, uh, in the division of uh, Azimuth. If that's okay with you. Would love to. Anything I do to help. And more information, azimuthlist.org. And if you are active uh, personally on social media, do you uh, have anywhere our listeners can get in touch with you, Twitter or Facebook or anything?
2: Twitter at AzimuthList. Uh, we have a Facebook page for Azimuth. Uh, and those that's there's an Instagram, but I don't really – we have people that do the Instagram. I don't really understand that stuff. So,
1: <laughs> that Instagram's for kids. Okay, good. All
2: right, good. So we have a Twitter. We have a Facebook. Hit us up on that, and, and uh, we'd love to have you.
1: Matt Hall, pleasure. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. My thanks to Matt Hall, Major Matt Hall with the U.S., Major Matt Hall with the United States Army. And if you want more information and ticket information about the event, Red, White & Brewfest, just head to redwhitebrew.org. I'm Adam Ritz. This portion of The Adam Ritz Show is underwritten by Fusic. Fusing music and message, it is FusicMedia.com. And for more information about this show, just head to AdamRitzShow.com.
0: Get socially technical with The Adam Ritz Show. Facebook, Adam Ritz Show. Twitter, at Adam Ritz. It's social, technically.
1: And the show rolls on. We are uh, pleased to have two guests with us from Murray State University in the shining, glowing state of Kentucky. I don't even know. Has anybody ever described described Kentucky as a shining, glowing state? Uh, I would say they haven't. You'd say (laughs) just from the great state of Kentucky? Yes. Okay, from Murray State University in the great state of Kentucky, we have Chad Denson and also Aaron Coughlin joining us uh, from Murray State. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Pretty good. How about you? I'm doing great, and Aaron, how are you? We're doing excellent here in Orlando. All right, we are at uh, a national convention for your fraternity, Alpha Tau Omega. That's uh, where we met. We're talking about leadership and community service and being better men. And I've learned about an initiative uh, somewhat that I'd like to hear more about from your mouths about what you're doing with the Wounded Warrior Project out of Murray State.
3: Yes, this is a philanthropy that we started last year, where we're trying to organize the whole community to come as a whole to donate money. Um, so that way we can buy a track chair for those that have been overseas and have been through the struggles and you know, have received disabilities that they couldn't um, you know, face a day-to-day life and enjoy everything that everybody else can as far as going outdoors and things of that nature. So we designed this week where uh, we bring the sororities in and the community to do an obstacle course Um, to experience bingo so that way you know for those who actually can't do the physical part of it can still enjoy and you know help donate to the our great cause Um, and we're also doing a 5k paint run um, where everybody gets white t-shirts and run and we throw dry paint on them and everything like that at nighttime, and it kind of just boosts the spirit of the community and gets everybody together to help donate to those who are you know less fortunate from being overseas and to try to help out for
1: a better for a better cause okay so a track chair is the ultimate goal, and I've uh, seen this on television. It's kind of like an extreme ultimate uh, wheelchair that uh, can go through any terrain. Um, it's kind of got the wheels like a uh, like a tank, you know, with the I guess a track around yeah, a track. Uh, several reels. So think of think of the way a, tr- a tank propels itself or moves along the terrain. On a, on a personal people mover or a chair so that uh, guys that have been wounded in, in war, for the Wounded Warrior Project to help these guys out, they can get in this chair, they can go hunt, they can go th- down to the river, they can go across a beach, across rocks, uh, boulders, they can go hiking uh, in these track chairs. And if I'm not mistaken, these chairs are about... Yes, they are, and that's why we're trying to get the whole community
3: as a a group to help donate to our cause so we can go down to Nashville, present the chair, and show our spirit to our veterans and everybody else who's been disabled. Um, Through helping us get our freedom, we can give them back some of the opportunity to enjoy life as we enjoy it while they're doing the hardships that we sometimes can't face. Is uh, Nashville the national headquarters of the Wounded Warrior Project? Why Nashville? Uh, Nashville, just because it's close, it's convenient, and we've talked to some of the people down there, and they usually deal with a lot of the you know guys who are disabled, and that's where most of the amputee vets are because there's a VA clinic right there in Vanderbilt, and it's more close to home. It's not so much of a hall, so that way we can all travel down there as a collective group
1: and present it uh, as a whole and show our chapter spirit down there. That is just awesome to hear. That's Chad Denson from Murray State, and we bring on your brother now, Aaron Coughlin. I want to hear more about this paint run. So this sounds awesome to me. Um, you said put on white shirts, you run at night, a 5K, so it's about a three-mile run, mm-hmm. and you throw dry paint on them. What is dry paint, like powdered paint? Well, yes, that's basically the comm setup. up. I think it's more of a
3: dye-based uh, powder. And uh, I've seen it at other chapters. I believe Kansas State runs it. But pretty much we'll just be, uh, we'll collect the participants and we're going to get a bunch of dry paint. And when they run through, we just chuck it at
1: them. And uh, I've seen some videos of it. It looks pretty cool. So it's like like powder, like the paint you'd mix water with to make finger paint. So it's pretty just good. powdered stuff. It's, so It's just like glow-in-the-dark.
3: So when they're running at nighttime, it'll end up glowing because we'll have, like, the bright colors, pink, neon, you know, everything. And just and
1: when that powder hits, they're, su- they're sweating. So yeah, it'll instantly bec- become it's, paint.
3: That's right. It'll instantly glow <laughs> and everything. So they'll be running, they'll be, like, glowing figures, and it'll be the whole community involved in it. We're going to try to go to some run communities, uh, some of the... The guys that are in CrossFit and stuff like that who want to come out and just participate and do the run. So,
1: do you uh, Are you worried about the one guy in your organization that's going to be a little extreme and maybe try to sneak a paint gun in and shoot people when they <laughs> run by with a paint gun? That makes it even better. As long as it's
3: not a paintball gun to where it hurts anybody, then, yeah. they, then we're all
1: okay. <laughs> yeah. Paintball gun. I'm thinking uh, the movie Carrie, when they dropped the bucket of pig blood on Carrie's head. I'm thinking you should have a five-gallon bucket of red paint that you should dump on somebody's head. <laughs> That'll work. That'll and, work. And your excuse is, hey, it's for charity. It is. It's
3: for charity. That's the whole point of it, is to go out there, get dirty, and glow, and show the uh, the light and the spirit behind uh, what we're trying to accomplish.
1: And those fees to run in this 5K will go towards the funding of a track chair that these guys with ATO at Murray State University are going to fund, purchase, and buy, and deliver to the Wounded Warrior Project. That is just Awesome to hear. Uh, Our guests are Aaron Coughlin and Chad Denson from Murray State University. Uh, Real quick before I let you go, tell us about um, the Digital Properties Facebook page or maybe your campus website or um, your chapter website that talks about this initiative for Wounded Warriors. Well, uh, you may follow our
3: uh, chapter page, Zeta Lambda, A-T-O. That is the chapter page. Uh, I believe we also have A-T-O Warrior will be the... uh, Philanthropy account that you can follow that week for the activities and events coming up, and also for any donations that are likely to be presented from anybody anywhere, um, you can contact me at C Denson and that's C D E N S O N two at MurrayState.edu for more information.
1: More information, there's the email, we've got the Facebook page now. Uh, Get involved, um, raise funding, awareness, Wounded Warrior Project, these track chairs. And now that, you know when your friend gets a car you've never heard of and uh, all of a sudden now you're aware of the car and you see the car everywhere? Our listeners, same thing. If you've never heard of a track chair and now that we're talking about it, you're gonna see these things everywhere in the national media, either online, through social media, viral media broadcast media, you'll see one of these chairs that looks like a tank that moves along the terrain for Wounded Warrior Project that's worth $25,000 and you'll know exactly uh, what these guys are trying to accomplish. I can't thank you for coming uh, on the show enough. Uh, I want to wish you the best of luck and uh, keep in touch with me. Email me uh, adam at adamritz.com in the future to let me know when this comes to fruition. Okay guys? Definitely. Thank you for the time. Appreciate it.